Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Fish Nerds Podcast. It's the latest about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I am Dave. And I'm Clay. Together we talk about fishy stuff that's happened to us, people we know, and other fish nerds we've seen. Anything is fair game. It's a good bet one of us is thinking about ice cream. Mm, yeah. Or, mm. or both of us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got buckets of things to talk about today. Um, we are going to discuss the end of season camp fishing. Oh, good. Uh, those, those camp memories. Yeah. Oh. Um, and uh, then we're also going to talk about the Newcastle Striper Club. Mm, sounds like uh, beer. <laughs> there was beer involved. That is true. Uh, dialing in on white perch with a black widow. Scary! Micro fishing in Dudley Creek. Uh, then we have fish in the news. Uh, along with this week in Fish Nerd Nation. And uh, that's about it. So that's our bucket full of information. Yeah, bucket it, full of news. And if you may have noticed too, we haven't been recording in several weeks. And that is entirely my fault. So It's entirely Clay's yeah. fault. So Clay... It, I was only able to talk to him a couple of times over the last week, but I get these insane phone calls about <laughs> the stuff that he's doing at camp, <sighs> and I think it's a problem. I'm glad camp's over with because I was a little worried we'd have to do an intervention. Oh, it's terrible. Camp's a funny place because, you know, I it, uh, <laughs> talking about summer camp to people who have never been to summer camp is mm-hmm. impossible. It, uh, you can never explain that. What is this? This little insulated world. So all these people live from all over the world live in this one place, and yeah. you know it's like forty acres or whatever. Uh-huh. All your needs are met: laundry, food, entertainment, and you become this little bubble. And the stuff you do there becomes more important than real life. So you stop paying your bills, you stop calling your wife, <laughs> you stop, you stop taking care of your daily business because you're immersed in camp. Uh, and I was in charge of fishing. I do. I run two programs. One fishing program, the other is called Call of the Wild. Uh, and in, oh. in Call of the Wild, I do it this year. I did Bear Grill style survivor school. So I taught the kids <laughs> how to make fires by rubbing sticks together successfully. We did it. We actually made fire. That that's truly amazing. Really that's amazing. Really cool. And the kids yeah, so excited cool. about that. We made debris for us. Made fishing spears and that sort of thing. Nice. And then I and then every day, you know, for three and a half three hours every morning, I got to take kids fishing on a pontoon boat wow which wow and then it, they gave me money so. well, which is really awesome and by the end of the summer i would bet you got pretty good at it we were able to dial in at, i was using i'm gonna jump ahead but uh <laughs> i'm gonna skip ahead to the dialing in because yep. i the camp owns all these really terrible quality fishing rods you know the push button reels they probably, uh, Zeb, Zebco 202s. Exactly. Probably. They cost like 12 yeah. bucks a piece. The line right. they come with is the worst line on earth. 
Right. They got the memory of an elephant. Yeah. That's right. So, so you're fishing with those all day. It's just frustrating, untangling knots, trying to reline them. So I brought, um, what's called a black widow with me, which, hmm. which is a 10 foot telescoping bamboo fishing rod. And you just simply tie a four pound test line to the end of it and a jig on it, tiny piece of worm, and you're fishing all day. No, no reels, nothing to hassle. And that stupid fishing rod caught more fish than anything else in the boat. <laughs> and it caught little fish, you know, like little, little bluegills and pumpkin seeds. And it caught yeah. really big white perch and really good big bass, large and small, and even a couple of really big pickerels. So it was really fun. Uh, and watching a kid, I bought, I, I brought a 10 foot and a 13 foot rod with me. Watching yeah. a kid catch a two pound white perch on a 13 foot rod. Uh, which is a piece of string on the end is one of the most fun things I've ever done. Nice. Because they can't do it. They just can't. <laughs> they want to see the fish, but they have to put the point the rod in the air. If they do that, they can't look down the water. So then they look oh, down the water man. and the rod goes down, the fish swims away. And it's just really great. It's really, really fun. <laughs> so. But now, you know, if those rods, now you, you got those rods, um, someplace that they weren't very expensive, right? Yeah. I, I got to, yeah, I was at walking, boy, last year, Walmart had that rod for five bucks. Five dollars. And then this year I was in Walmart in your, Newington, in your area. Oh, yeah. And 10 bucks for a 13 footer. Wow. You know, if, if those were, if those were $200, we'd have to call them Tenkura rods. That's right. That's right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not that kind of guy. No. Yes. No, we're the $5. You know, back home, we used to call those Jayhawkers. Really? Yes. And I don't know, I don't know if that's derogatory towards anybody. Um, but it sounds like it must be. It does. It sounds a bit, you know, it's a bit racist, but I'm not sure what the race is. What? Well, um, hmm. <laughs> but anyway, Jayhawkers. Is I'm, I'm going to have to do a Google search on that one <laughs> to find out. <laughs> so, but it was really fun, and I got really good at finding the white perch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because uh, I know when we, back, way back when we started our quest, we tried to catch white perch in that place, and we couldn't do it. Couldn't touch them. And right. now the question is, and this might be a good fish nerd question, mm. will I find white perch in the winter in the same places they are in the summer? I bet yes. You think yes? I think yes. Then then we need to go ice fishing there. <laughs> because I found spots where the white perch, where you would just, every time you line some water, a one or two pound white perch would come out. Wow. And they're wow. so fun and so strong. And those, those are big perch. They are huge. Yeah. Yeah. We also found uh, yellow perch that pu were pushing that same weight. And, I, and I'm convinced that if I had a scale with me, I would have broken the um, pumpkin seed record this summer. No kidding. There were yeah. so many big ones, and they all were over 10 inches long. Wow. Yeah, wow, so, that's cool. Yeah, so next year, that's the goal. Nice. Yeah. You ever go to summer camp, Dave? I never went to – I went to band camp. Oh, it's different. <laughs> I also went to band camp. But we have this thing at summer camp called Color War, and most camps have this thing. And it's the dumbest thing on earth. They break the camp into two teams, red and white team, for example. Yeah. The staff stays up from 10 o'clock until 2 in the morning for four or five nights. Actually, it was a week. Uh, prepping the camp for it, making banners and flags and making up chants and skits. Wow. They choose captains and the captains lead the color war. And I got voted uh, to be a captain. Yeah, a big honor, I'm sure. Oh, by a bunch of, you know, by a bunch of 20-year-olds. 
but for me to be their captain. And so our theme was the masterminds that we called ourselves the Marist masterminds because it was Camp Marist. Oh, which was okay. a Catholic camp run by a bunch of, um, well, it used to be run by a bunch of Catholic brothers. Oh, so you, so you couldn't be the like the Blue Devils or anything. Well, you could have because I was because <laughs> I, I was on the bad guy team anyway. So oh, okay. So we chose um, the Marist Masterminds and the other team. Mm-hmm. I forget what they were called. Who cares? But because <laughs> <laughs> losers. Well, <laughs> that, well, I lost. But it, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but but I was uh, we had to use characters, characters and you dress up in costumes all week and so I dressed up as Doctor Evil. Oh, and, oh, nice. Well, I forgot, I forgot something important. That a bunch of 10-year-olds and 6-year-olds don't know who Dr. Evil is. <laughs> so I went all out dressing up in this costume and making myself look as much like Dr. Evil as possible, not realizing that it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I was in this insulated camp mode. So I put on my, my gray suit and my gray pants and look in the mirror and I have a problem. I've got a – my head is about 80 – no, 70% full of hair. Yes. By nature. 30% has gone already. <laughs> uh, and I have a beard. So I – It just fell is all that happened. Yeah, it's just over time. So I thought it would be a really good idea if I'm going to be in character as Dr. Evil. I had to oh, shave man. my head and my beard. See, this is why I'm glad camp's over because <laughs> I'm worried about you. Yeah, so I did. I shaved it. Oh wow! Oh, okay, I'll put a picture up. And my daughter uh, dressed up as Mini Me. But <laughs> did she shave her head? No, my my wife wouldn't let me do it. She put like an old wow. stock. She put a stocking over her head. She, what kind of lame kid are you? Are you raising? Uh, well, she was super cute, <laughs> super cute, and saved the day because our skit was so bad. <laughs> so and they're all. By the way, all skits are bad. This nature, anything called skit, you know, it's terrible. But yeah. ours was especially yeah. bad. But luckily, we had Minnie Me come out. She was at least cute, and that one won the day. So, oh, nice! Yeah, lost the war, won the day. So col- lost the- color <laughs> war. So feel free if you if you're a real fish nerd, check out our fish nerds Facebook page, and I'll put a picture up of uh, as me as Doctor Evil, and you can see what an ugly head I have. Wow, yeah. you gotta you gotta do that. I'll do, um, I'll do it tonight. <laughs> wow, okay. it's terrible. So I, I I used up several of our of our talking points already. So that's all I want to talk about camp for now. So. <laughs> well, uh, but I'm but I'm gonna jump ahead <laughs> because uh, you also take your kids deep sea fishing. Oh, with summer camp. Yes. Oh, you know I do want to talk about that. I'm glad. Yeah, you... and I knew you did. Uh, we went mackerel fishing <laughs> last week, uh, and I on the boat. It's the strangest camp. Um, yeah. About in the last two weeks of camp. <laughs> really? You're telling me this is the strangest camp? Well, there, I, maybe, after, maybe they're, after... <laughs> it's the only camp I've ever been working at. So I have no idea. I feel strange, but I guess all camps are weird. But almost, I, almost, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> almost all the kids are Mexican, mm-hmm. uh, with a handful of kids from Quebec and maybe one or two kids, you know, from New Hampshire or from the United States. Yeah. So okay. we we went deep sea fishing. It was uh, 15 kids, 12 Mexicans, uh, two kids from Quebec, and I can't remember the rest. Um, wow. And so no one spoke English well. <laughs> <laughs> but I I on the, we were paying for our deep sea fishing. I bought myself a sabiki rig, which is this. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen one, they're a rig that have like six little glow dark flies on them, and you put yeah. you put a heavy weight in the bottom and you just jig that for small fish. And one of the kids um, who was with me bought one too. 
Oh, nice. And so we got on the boat, and we go out, you know, motor on out, and we're fishing, and no one's catching a thing. So this kid and I tie on our sabiki rig, and every time our line went in the water, we pulled fish out. <laughs> and I and I dropped mine all the way down to the bottom, and I pulled six cod out in one, in one, one drop. Six six cod. Six cod in one shot. Oh my god! On, on six pound test, by the way, my freshwater trout rod I was using. Wow, so, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Really fun, and it felt huge. But the fish were they were little cod, but. Did did the um did the other kid catch any that yeah I the, uh, he caught he he got four at a time at one point so I wow. I ended up with twenty nine fish um in a short time he had twenty two the average on the boat if you didn't count us the average was one fish so <laughs> this kid and I are catching fish like crazy <laughs> everyone else is watching us and we're just high fiving <laughs> and cheering and counting the fish yeah it was and it was a mixed bag you know I was getting cunners and cod and um pollock and mackerels and i got one little tiny bluefish that was about three inches long wow yeah really fun really great sabiki wow you're, you're lucky you didn't get pushed over i know over and you want to talk about nerdy i'm showing off i'm like <laughs> i'm at 29 what are you guys at one? Oh, really just one yes Sucks. Did you make anybody cry? Um, no, but I could have. No, you probably could have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had, wow. getting off the boat, there was some guy. Man, my fish by by the pound is really expensive. And like, they were, they you know, cost like forty bucks to go out in the boat, and then they got one fish. So it's a really expensive fish. Yeah, so. and there were other people on the boat, not just the kids. Oh, the kid. We had fifteen kids on the boat, and there were about seventy-five people on the boat in total, and nobody was catching fish. Ex- seventy-five people. Wow. It was packed. And nobody was getting fish except for me and that kid. And <laughs> <laughs> all you gotta do is, you know, outsmart the fish. That's right. I know. Yeah. I know. Just, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think, and it goes to say, you know, everything we always tell people when you're fishing with kids or fishing, go smaller. And the yes. sabiki hooks are these tiny little hooks. And the, the big hooks they were using for mackerel weren't catching the fish, but the sabiki was working for big fish and little fish. Didn't matter. So, Big hooks are bad. Yeah, you know, I mean, big hooks are going to exclude fish, right? The ones that they can't fish. That's but right. Big, big fish can always eat a little hook. That's right. Yeah. So, so um, that brings us, since we're jumping all over the place. Where the hell um, are we? I have no idea. But I've been doing research because I, I we're gonna, <laughs> I think we're gonna launch a new uh, article series called uh, Fish Nerd Nation Review. What? And, I I know it's it's big news. You never news. tell me anything. I never tell you anything, but it's <laughs> going to be great. And uh the subject of this one is mackerel, Atlantic mackerel. Mm. And uh so basically what Fish Nerd Nation review is is looking at videos and all the fish nerds out on the internet what they all say about mackerel and then bring it all together in a in a newspaper story that we're going to run in in the wire and uh, that's a uh, arts and leisure paper in Portsmouth. And um, have you already but have I, you already pitched it to them? Uh, no, <laughs> but <laughs> they'll they'll love it. Excellent. Um, but there, I learned so much about mackerel during the during the research. So just I just wanted to take a, a few minutes here. So first of all, uh, party boats, which is what you were on, also called head boats. Mm. Um, do you know why they're called head boats? I'm afraid to ask. Uh, me too. I didn't. I didn't look any farther. But <laughs> anyway, they. Uh, but you know, it it is a favorite there, and and we could talk about your secret weapon of the um, the sabiki rig. Um, but then 
Do you know mackerel are one of the few fish that keep you from going to hell? No. Yes. So <laughs> I, I would think all fish make you go to hell. Like it's well, it's, if, if there's if there's karma. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever heard anybody say "Holy mackerel"? Yes. Yes, right? Yes. That's a common thing. And it was actually made popular by a television show, um, or like in the 50s or something. But it's a substitute for shouting Holy Mary. Oh. And, of course, that would be putting her name in vain if you yelled that. Right. Which I think probably takes you to hell. So um, so that actually saves you. The mackerel saves you. Wow. Um, and if you're a fishner, you'd say something like, Holy Mad Tom. Or, right, right. Or, yeah. Holy Mama Child. Mama Child. I would like that. never say that. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know that mackerel is another name for a pimp? So, mm. and you don't believe this, do you? No. <laughs> All right. So there's a Dutch word that that is mackerel, <laughs> and uh, it means peddler or broker. By the way, Europe, by the way, you're Dutch. Um, Spot on. Thank you. It's, Spot it's on. A, yeah. Isn't it though? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> so in Europe, they actually uh, call pimps. One of those slangs is a mackerel. So the the you know somebody's a mackerel if they can hook you up. And uh, have you ever heard the term Mac Daddy? I have. Yeah. That comes from mackerel. Mac the knife. Uh, Mac the knife. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Wow, look at you. And then uh, the last little bit I learned is this little saying. Mackerel in the sky, three days dry. <laughs> what does that mean? Ah, so oh, if somebody I'm says, already sorry I asked. <laughs> so if somebody says this is a mackerel sky, have you ever looked in the in the sky on some summer summer nights or winter, I guess, whenever, and you see those high clouds that are all kind of wavy and they look like fish scales kind of thing? Yes. Yes. I, I'm humoring uh, you. I'm humoring you. I know you. you. No are. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's called a mackerel sky. And when you see that mackerel sky, it means there's a, a, a high front in and it's not going to rain. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. So I, I that was our little bit. Of, and this will all be in the newspaper article that is, uh, I'm sure, going to run in, in the Portsmouth newspaper. Well, I can't wait to write it. Hey, uh <laughs> But by the way, headboat called a headboat because it's a pay per head service. Ah. A charter boat you pay for the boat fee, so it doesn't matter how many people you have on it. So head nice. So if you got thirty people, it's per person you're paying. Whereas, yeah, so there you go. Very good. I googled it and it wasn't dirty. Very <laughs> good. I know. I thought for sure I was in trouble. <laughs> All right. So other things to talk a about. A lot to talk about. I know there is. Well, I went out looking for squid. Hey, did you get one? No. Disappointment. And, uh, no, last last here. year, by the way, you also disappointed. I caught a squid last year. You did? I did. You didn't tell me. Unless you're talking about disappointment some other way. Uh, only one. <laughs> the uh, But I did actually catch a squid last year. Last year. Yeah. Right. But I went out this year. Nobody was fishing for squid and i actually ran into uh sort of an informal club of guys that were fly fishing off a bridge cool and the bridge you know they're like 30 feet above the water maybe you know 20 30 feet above the water and they're fly fishing um 
really nice guys. The guy's Justin, and the other guy's named Casey. Casey just got a new job, and rah rah rah, and rah rah, rah. Go, rah. go team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but nice, nice guys, friendly guys, and they go out there fishing every night in the summer, and they know everything about the the stripers. Wow. And um, the main thing is that they say, look for the shadows. Like, so when the lights come on at night, mm-hmm. there are three shadows that are cast on the water, and it's they come from the railing. And the fish sit right in those shadows. Oh, acts like cover. Yes. Got it. And you just get the – they use these these flies, these uh, – that imitate herring, um, clouser minnows, and uh, – I, you know, I actually didn't see them catch a fish, so I don't know if they were just full of it, but um, they, it sounded good. It all sounded good. You know, half of fishing is how how well do you talk about it, right? So. And uh, yeah, they they were they were talking good. So, uh, so. <laughs> me talk good, <laughs> <laughs> yay. <laughs> but anyway, apparently the shadows, is, and he said one of the big mistakes people do is they walk right up to the water, like right up to the edge, and look over to see if there's any fish and. That means you've cast a shadow out there and you've already spooked them. Oh. And, and he says you got to slide into the side. So if anybody is uh, listening to this and wants to go out at night to look off a bridge to see if they can see any stripers, be sure to sneak up on them. I, while, while, while I was there, by the way, um, when it was still light, I saw about a 30-incher swim by. That's big. Yeah. That's awesome. By the, by the way, sneaking up on fish, I don't get it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, I remember like uh, – Watching trout fishing videos of fly fishing guys, they they crouch and they hunker down, they work their way up to the edge of the water, they cast out there, they talk about not spooking the fish. And then I go fishing, I stomp up next to the water, I'm coughing, I'm, you know, making all kinds of noise, got my kids with me. <laughs> I tie a worm on, put a worm on the hook, throw it out and catch the fish. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> the fish just aren't that scared of us. They they don't seem to be that scared. No. That is true. And if they are, they forget in twelve seconds. Just stop moving for a few seconds, and they're back because <laughs> they're fish. They're just not that in touch. <laughs> that does seem to be true. Yeah, but um, you know, fly fishermen, you know, they like all that stuff. They you know, sneaking on the fish, matching the hatch. You know, anything they do to anything they could do to make fishing seem like a hard sport, they're going to do it. But fishing is easy. <laughs> Catching fish is simple. So. That's true. Although they make it as hard on themselves as possible. Well, you know, they, they need they to bring, fly line. Yeah. yeah. They have to because otherwise what are they going to do? <laughs> Go home and then say, yeah, got a whole bunch of fish today. It was super easy. Oh, yeah, that's not impressive. You know. <laughs> What'd you do today? Well, I had to tie a great ghost on with a double tandem fly speckled trout weave. and Oh, you know, with... with- Jungle cock hackle. You said cock. And then <laughs> <laughs> grow up. You've been in camp too know. long. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's just all this stuff they do to make it hard. It's, it's such an easy thing to do. <laughs> it is an easy thing to do. Yeah. Um, and, all right. Yeah. I think that takes us probably to fish in the news. Oh, good. This is good news this week, too. Deep, 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 deep. Very good. Yeah. Fish in the news. So, the, the, <laughs> the news is uh, I was looking at CNN, and, and there's this article, and the, the title is Scandinavian Skinny Dippers Warned of Testicle-Biting Fish. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yes. 
and they got this this nasty picture. And, and there's a, what there's, happened? There's is, pictures. Yes, there is a picture. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> open the link. Okay, open the link and look at the picture. It's um. So what the what happened is somebody caught a paku, and a paku is a very common uh, aquarium. Yikes! Fish that lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary fish. That is, I know to have. To oh, have it's got like. Of... Oh my! It looks like my grandmother. It's so scary. <laughs> Um, it's got like so, choppers. <laughs> yes, they have these big like molars in their mouth. Uh, these choppers that oh. so they live they they live in the Amazon. I don't the Amazon. I don't like this story. <laughs> they're from the Amazon. You'll like this story. They're from the Amazon. They're actually they're related to piranha. Um, they actually look like piranha, mm-hmm. but they're vegetarian. Yeah, and I, they uh, I, t- testicles are not vegetables. <laughs> I know. I don't know where you grow them, but you're not a veggie. I'm sure of it. Well, according to the story, since the fish eats nuts. (laughs) You're making that up. No, I am not making it up. It's in the story. They said because the fish eats nuts Uh and uh, from the Amazon rainforest that actually skinny dipping free free floating testicles. Mm Mm-hmm. They say should be um, Paku fish love crushing nuts with their powerful <laughs> jaws. And, I don't know if that's somebody. Sometimes can mistake the male reproductive organs for their favorite snack. The, I know I enjoy like snacks too. <laughs> I can't imagine that mistake. I just I don't. Know. <laughs> I, I didn't take the time to research if this was founded mm-hmm. or if some intern somewhere. Read that this fish fish eats nuts. I think went, oh, someone yeah. wrote this and says, "Let's try to get this on CNN." <laughs> and they they piled that out there, and they, and it succeeded. I, I yeah yeah no. I know I no. I don't buy it either. No it either. no, but I'm not gonna test it. <laughs> <laughs> fish is so scary, but no way. No way. No way. You know, Show me some. There's no evidence in that story, by the way. No, there's no citation. There's no, you know, eunuchs that have been interviewed that said eunuchs. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Some guy on there going, yeah, because I was swimming and I was just having a great time, and I, suddenly this thing came up and my voice changed. I don't know what happened. I'm like, just, I usually love fish. I hate fish. I hate pacus. I just I like the idea of Hollywood getting a hold of this and doing uh, a Jaws remake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and of course with Hollywood it'd be three D first one out. Right. <laughs> right. Paku three exactly. D. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. Scandinavian skinny dippers warned. And it's, you've been warned. And in Scandinavia it's so cold. Well, that's, I suppose the testicles would I'm like, you wouldn't have it. They're not dangling. Like, uh, just, uh. It doesn't work. The story doesn't work. It's not true. It can't be true. Can't be true. Can't We're going to say it just can't be true. I'm going to call that uh, just a, a lie. Paku of lies. We, we ought to send that into Mythbusters uh, and see if they can bust <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Oh, I don't like that story anymore. I don't like Fish in the news. Oh. Okay, so that that was fish in the news. Wow, I know, hmm. pretty impressive. Huh? It really impressive. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way. By the way. Uh, <laughs> this last week, not to say that, you know, climate change, some people say, oh, you know, it's not really the case and blah, blah, blah. Somebody caught a sailfish in Cape Cod Canal. A sailfish? A sailfish. Uh, you know, like like you see down in Florida. And uh, they were fishing, like, off these pilings, and uh, sure enough. And the thing is huge. You know, the the guy uh, that was offshore, and the thing must be, there's a picture of it um, on the water, did an article on it. And, uh, you know, the, the thing's at least five feet long. Wow. Yeah. That, pretty amazing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Did it bite anybody? No, no. it didn't skewer anybody or anything. Good. Good. Um, it ended up dying, though. They couldn't get it. They, they tried. They have video of it all, and they tried to get it revived, and it wouldn't revive. Well, those are big fish. I mean, imagine fighting that big fish in. That fish has got to be so wiped out by the time you land it. Yeah, exactly. And they, they had to land it till it was just done. Otherwise, you know, they could get hurt. Oh, that's so. crazy. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a picture of it on the... Uh, We'll we'll post the link, but there's a guy riding away on a bicycle, and he has the the sailfish on the front <laughs> fender. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so uh, yeah, sailfish in Cape Cod. That's crazy, crazy world. Cool. That's good. Yeah. Come up with the, what, the great white sharks. Come up with the sailfish. Maybe they're friends. <laughs> I guess. Hey, you know, it's Shark Week in Dis- on Discovery Channel. You don't know that because you were in camp. I did, but, but I heard something about it though. One of the neat things about it is they they featured um great white shark research off of cape cod uh off of chatham and they've developed a tag where they stick the fish with a tag and then they release a drone a robotic drone that that searches out that fish and follows that fish wow and takes video footage of that fish don't you think discovery has jumped the shark with that (laughs) with shark week they've gone one too far well, they they went too far with megalodon. Yeah, they they did a they did a a fake documentary, and they hired actors, a shark, biologists. Sharkumentary. <laughs> That's what they did, and uh, they basically they only did one little disclaimer, and then they did this whole big fake documentary about this prehistoric shark, and um, the you know megalod- megalodon being an eighty foot long shark or something. And they actually made a giant um, humpback whale fishing lure. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing is like 50 feet long, uh-huh. and it's it's a uh, it's a humpback whale, and they're dragging it behind a ship. That's pretending. Yes, yes. And they were you know they was expecting this megalodon or megal I can't even say it uh, to swim up and bite it in half. Wow. And the cool thing is they did chumming. They did power chumming using a chum cannon. <laughs> so they had this air air compressed chum cannon. They'd load it full of for a bloody chum and then blow it out the back of the uh back of the ship. That's oh, great. <laughs> yeah. It it was it's it's, it's an chum insane cannon. Thing. I think if if you were ever president and you go to war, <laughs> skip traditional warfare, just go chum cannon. <laughs> Bring out the chum cannons! Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, uh. I think from now on, when I puke, I'll use that phrase instead. Of, <laughs> because I've been looking for a new one. Now I've been like, okay, I blow chunks, I'm gonna vomit, I'm gonna hurl, get out the chum cannon. That just sounds better. That sounds cool. It does. Chum chum, chum cannon. cannon. <laughs> it's 
good. It's good. <laughs> All right, we're about done here. Um, How are we done already? Like half an hour in. Usually we're talking for an hour and we're. I, well, you've been in camp. You I know? got I nothing. Mean, I'm so fried. <laughs> so. Uh, fish, fish nerd nation. By the way, I found a couple of fish nerds, two guys, Alex and Carl, over in England. And these are like 15 year old kids that go out every day and they catch chubs. They catch, uh, rud, which look just like golden shiners. And they catch barbels, which don't look like anything else that we have. Right. Um, barbels. And, barbels. And uh, totally cool, though. And uh, really good so, kind of Euro-style fishing. We have some, uh, you know, they're mixing up this complicated ground bait, and they throw it out there and end up catching what, what looks, for all the world, like a fall fish. Um, but they're, they're, you know, they're big fish, and they're loving, they're loving catching they're them. They're huge and, uh, fish. Gosh. They are huge fish and uh, good um, good camera work from Carl and Alex. Yeah, we got. So we should take some lessons. We totally need to take lessons, especially their YouTube channel mm-hmm. has three thousand seven hundred subscribers. Wow, I know that's pretty impressive for a couple of teenage kids. I hope they're making money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope so too. So, but. Uh, but yeah, that's that. In the Facebook, they're at uh, eighteen hundred likes. No kidding. So, yeah, good for them. Yeah, they're they're not messing around. Well, do we? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky them. Jerks. Lucky them. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Well, so. well, let's put a link up. Well, we already did. So it's on our fishnerds.com for those links. Yes, with our uh, Facebook likes of one hundred and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So, wow. Um, that's about it. That's it. Wow. How does that happen so fast? Yeah. You know, we'll get back in the swing of this. We need to practice. We, we do need to practice. We got to get out and I have to get out and do a little bit more fishing. I did a little micro fishing in Dudley Creek over in Brentwood, um, which was actually pretty interesting because I just, I fished for a while and I decided to just go down and sit by the, by the, uh, bank, by the water and just watch really carefully and if you watch really carefully there's fish all over the place oh they're crazy fun to watch yeah and um you know i was catching tons of these little uh uh pumpkin seeds and and uh it was a lot of fun i was there for creek chub suckers though and of course no damn creek chub suckers uh-huh. but uh anyway it was it was very nice there was a little farm stand there that was on the honor system they sold cinnamon rolls for two bucks it was awesome so, so. did you give them a dollar and take one <laughs> yeah, screw them. Yeah, Chump. Now, are you going to do any fishing this week? Um, this week I am planning to do a little fishing. Yes, good, good. For what? Creek chub suckers. I I like I things, like your dedication. One of the things I don't know is is if I should go to another place or keep trying to figure out one place that I know has had them. Mm, so, I, it's tough. I, I'm trying. It is tough. I, I'm ended. I'm trying the latter. I'm trying to really get to know this little stream down down by my house. I could get there really easy. So, and I've seen them. I've seen them down there. So just can't get them. Just cannot catch them. I was I was planning on going camping in Lancaster this week. Oh, nice. And and then that's where we have three species of fish we're hunting. Right. Four species of fish. Uh, right. Right. right, we, got, right. we have a uh, northern red-bellied dace. Yep. Um. We have fine scale, fine scale days, long nose yep. sucker, and yep. tessellated darters all live fine. in that one little region, and we know exactly where they live. 
Yep, go get them. Oh, I can't. So <laughs> I just I just just finished talking to Kristen, my wife, about. Sorry, ladies, I'm married. Um, just ta- <laughs> talking to Kristen about uh, <laughs> about uh, going out there and go some camping, and then yep. she says, "Cool, let's go." And then um, just turns out my dad's visiting on Thursday. Uh, well, take him out there. He's he's good luck. He is good. No, <laughs> he gave us, <laughs> he's not. Good he luck. gave us four stars. Oh, that's wild. He's bad luck there, but he he was responsible for our lake trout. He did get the lake trout. Maybe I will take him, or yeah. maybe I'll take him to Silver Lake and we'll get the whitefish. Do do yes, do that. Do do any of those whitefish. <laughs> I, I think I think whitefish hunting for him. He's long drives make him tired. He's getting old. So. <laughs> make him sleepy He's tired so white fish hunting this week i think with him if i can get away with it nice so we'll see how that goes and that's it man that's it that's i think it. we should probably wrap it let's, up start the music well let's not start the music yet one more thing <laughs> all right <laughs> first of all uh if you haven't already done so go to itunes find fish nerds subscribe to this podcast Give us a five-star rating. Don't do what Old Man Groves does and give us four. Five is the <laughs> right. only right answer. Anything else, just don't bother. Just go home. Forget it. And make a little comment on there. Tell us what you think. Uh, also, feel free to go to uh, Facebook and just look for Fish Nerds on Facebook. And like our page. Make some comments. Share some pictures. Uh, and tell us what you're thinking. Ask us some questions. We're happy to interact with people. Dave's a little bit, you know, high. I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm a curmudgeon. He's definitely a curmudgeon, but I'll talk to you. So. <laughs> um, actually, Mike posted a question. He saw some small fish. Did we ever get an answer to him? Did you see that where he saw some small fish in uh, Winnipesaukee? I think. I, uh, boy, I don't. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Of course, we answer. We answer all, <laughs> all of our Facebook questions. <laughs> I, I think they were they were herring that were moving out. They like had that. to be herring, whatever you yes. said. Yes. <laughs> Double check that after this podcast. Make sure we answered it. But anyway, <laughs> anyone anyone who's listening to this podcast has been cursed, by the way. Yeah. And you won't catch another fish until you convince five other people to like our Facebook. Oh, I like your style. Yeah. I know it's it's an airplane, you know, uh, uh, mm. airplane letter thing. Air, but those are called airplane. No. Right? What are they called? Chain. Chain, I guess, yeah. Chain, chain yeah. Dave, you're, <laughs> we are so terrible at this. <laughs> All right, next week we'll do better. We promise. <laughs> we will. Start the music. Don't give up on us. <laughs> exactly. It'll get better. Oh, boy. Um, so that's it. Oh, and we still don't have a, a sign-off. Uh, no. So, hey, fishnerds.com. Bye. <laughs> are, are we done? We're done. Did we give the phone number? No. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, we're done. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.